When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Gaga. 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 Yeah, pop, pop, and gaga. That's right. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Hot Marriage Cool Parents. I am your host, Doug, not joined by my co-host, Jamie, and also my lovely wife. But we have a very special episode today because we had tried out a brand new app called Stereo. And apparently this is all the rave and people have their own talk shows now. So we were on this Stereo app and we actually opened it up to all of you guys and even on social media. And we had a whole bunch of live Q&As, which we found interesting. And it turned out that we were only scheduled to do maybe 10 minutes of this, but it lasted for like 30 or 40 minutes. So we figured it had a lot of good conversation, a lot of good questions, and a lot of new information that came out, especially with the new season of Married at First Sight. So we figured we would just simply add that to the podcast for this week. So we're super excited for that, and we really hope you enjoy it. Again, a lot of juicy information, a lot of unknown knowledge, and a lot of thoughts and opinions about this current season of Married at First Sight. But before we get to that, we always love giving a five-star review or a shout-out, and we do read all of your comments and reviews, so thank you so much for everyone that took the time to actually leave a review, leave a like on the podcast. So this week it comes from JM Cortez 90 who says, Hello, Doug and Jamie. I started listening to your podcast because I heard your interview on Coffee Convos. I already listened to all the episodes on your podcast, and I love all of them. You guys are the best. Henley is so cute and so is Hendrix. I can relate to most of your talks and I'm glad you guys are doing all that you do. I have four kids and my last two kids are five years old and 11 month old baby. And I put on hanging with the Hainer kids and they enjoyed watching. Love you guys. And since I'm all caught up, I can't wait for the next week's episode. That is amazing, J.M. Cortez, and I'm so pumped that a lot of you have been giving some really great reviews on Hanging with the Hainer Kids, which is a YouTube channel that Henley and I started, but it's really a whole family channel, but it's geared towards children content. So I get to play with toys. Henley gets to play with toys and Play-Doh. But I noticed that since the pandemic where everybody was sort of sheltered in their house, it was the first time that I really took notice of what Henley was watching. Whenever we would give her the tablet, whenever we would say, what do you want to watch on TV? A lot of the same shows came up and a lot of the same YouTube channels came up. And I was looking, I was like, why am I watching this for 10 minutes? And I was just totally engaged. But I figured that since I want to do a lot of learning activities, I want to sort of be a stay-at-home dad that does and has purpose with 
teaching Henley and teaching Hendrix. And I figure why not videotape a lot of it and then put it up on a YouTube channel because she loves watching it. And I figure that if we can do stuff where she's learning and Hendrix is learning and it's not just like mindless uh, banter and little bing, 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 which she watches, I figure she'll probably get a little bit more out of it education-wise. But thankfully, we did find her a pretty good school that she's in from uh, uh, Monday through Friday until about 3 p.m. So I always chomp at the bit until she gets home and then we get to play. But anyway, the last thing that I want to talk about is Jamie. And if you followed the guest for the past couple episodes, and if you followed us, especially Jamie on social media, she's on this body positivity, self-love, body confident movement and journey. And she's created this digital course that she's poured her heart and soul into. And I'm the one that stands behind the camera during the Instagram live and I help set up everything. And I get to watch the comments that are coming through. And she's really having a tremendous amount of impact on women. And she's really turned a corner as far as caring what everybody else thinks, getting herself done up before pictures, making sure that there was no wrinkles, no rolls or anything in any of the pictures. And she's gotten to a place where she loves herself and her body. And I'm so proud of her for that. And she's more sexy now than ever because her mind is just, it's so confident and it's just, it's really attracting uh, to me, especially. But she's launching her brand new digital course, Become Body Positive, which is going to launch on Monday. So I do want to give a shout out that you can go to jamieotis.com backslash join BBP for Become Body Positive. And you can get a whole bunch of new information on that when you go to her website. Check it out if it's something that maybe you're struggling with or if you're feeling down about yourself or just not happy with your body. Jamie has gotten to a place that is incredible and she wants to bring other women on that journey with her. So I really commend her for that. But definitely check out jamieotis.com backslash join BBP to learn more about her Become Body Positive digital course. But anyway, without further ado, we're going to turn the mics over to our stereo app conversation and let's get to it. Okay, so we are new to stereo, (laughs) but we are loving this. So essentially, for those of you guys who are on here with us, we are so pumped to talk to you. This is my very first show with stereo and i mean this is fun doug is catfishing everybody by his avatar but i tried making mine look a lot like me doug do you think it looks like me no you have way less freckles that's not true underneath my makeup i have just as many freckles (laughs) yeah they didn't have a big moly uh avatar feature so i kind of went with what i had yeah i mean you needed to add a couple more moles but that's okay I mean, how easy, how easy is this just to hop on and say, okay, I just want to go live and then we just start talking like that's, that's yeah. insane. It's awesome. So everyone who's here is here to hear about Merit at First Sight, Douglas. Oh, I, I never saw the show. <laughs> I don't even know what Merit at First Sight is. Is that on TV or? Yeah, that's on a network called Lifetime. <laughs> and this really weird dude named Doug Hainer married his exceptionally amazing wife jamie otis and way more way more than exceptionally oh wow that's so sweet of you i was being sarcastic obviously i i actually want to talk about the evolution of married at first sight because i'm sure there's a lot of fans that are out there now that are watching the new season and may not have caught our season because back in the day uh and i sound like an old man anytime that i say this but 
it was on a network called FYI, which I think is still out there, but just non-existent really for anything new. Um, and then our season, which we got, uh, there was two couples that actually stayed together initially anyway, but we were really just kind of filming everything at the time. There was no, we, they, we had no contact with any other couples. They wouldn't allow us to even know who the other couples were. We all went to separate honeymoons. We all lived in separate places. Um, and it was, yeah, it was, uh, I guess we kind of paved the way for what it is now along with the other seasons, but man, it has changed a lot. Yeah. And on that note, I threw it up on Instagram, on my Instagram account, you know, what are some questions that you guys want to talk about? Because I, this is all about, you know, interacting with them really. I mean, we, we could talk all day, just the two of us, but I wanted to hear from my girlfriends and they're always so amazing. And so someone said to me, well, do you like the way that it is now compared to your season where now all the couples get to know each other? They literally meet like the other wives before they even meet their husband and the husbands meet the other men before they meet their wives. And I thought that was a really interesting question because, you know, I don't know if, if it's like, I don't know, public knowledge, but we were not allowed to know our anybody in Married at First Sight. Like we, it was all kept very, very secret. But actually I had met Courtney, who was, was another wife from actually Courtney and Monet, uh, both the other wives from my season. I had met Courtney in casting. We sat next to each other. We exchanged numbers. It's kind of ironic that we both ended up getting a match. I remember I got the first match and I told her, oh my God, I have a match. I can't believe this. And then a couple <laughs> days later she goes, oh my gosh, I have a match too. And I was like, no way. Like out of all the people, like somehow we both got a match. Uh, so we did actually know each other, but we weren't supposed to know each other. And I think that that's silly. I love that they get to know each other now. What do you think, I, Doug? I don't. I um, I think it's it, it only breeds jealousy. And I understand the thought process where maybe you just want someone to, you know, relate to what you're going through and, and your story, but in no way, shape or form could you avoid comparing yourself and your experience thus far with another couple. Like each couple and the, why I liked it was, is it was because it was our own. We were going through this, we were figuring it out together rather than having other outlets to speak with outside of the experts to kind of figure it out. I think that it creates more of a, a bond the way that we did it, meaning that we were going through the things ourselves. We were living in our own way. It was essentially we were in a battle together. It was the like kind of like fighting through this and getting to know each other rather than having that escape and, you know, seeing what they're doing, seeing what we're doing. I mean, it's human nature to feel some sense of com comparison or uh, jealousy. And if you're not going, if your relationship isn't going as fast as another, um, I think that it just makes some people think, well, maybe my relationship isn't that great then, you know? I, yeah, I, no, I totally hear you. And it's true because Courtney and Jason were having like, they were like literally love at first sight. And I didn't, I wasn't really attracted to you per se at the beginning. And we definitely had some issues and I felt like they had no issues and we had so many issues. And I was like, how is this ever going to work for us? But going like fast forward to now it's 12 seasons later and 
I think that we, I mean, the number one question, like I said, I put the, I put it out on my Instagram, like, what do you guys want to talk about or hear more about? And by the way, for those of you who are new to stereo, so this is where you could have like your very own show. And Doug and I are just kind of testing it out because I really love the idea that we're live right now with you listening and you can send in any of the questions that you want right here right now but I did put it up on Instagram because this is my first show so you know obviously I have a lot more followers over on Instagram so and I wanted to be able to interact with you guys a little bit more closer and so um one of the biggest questions that came was from a friend who said you know what's going on with Paige and Chris and like I mean but then like there were so many more questions about (laughs) just Paige and Chris um but real fast for those of you who are listening live right now I want to answer your questions too not just everybody from Instagram because like that's the great thing about stereo is that we get to have like a real honest conversation like like directly like like this like right now Mm -hmm. so if you want to leave an audio message and we'll answer your uh, message I have my amazing assistant Zoe is on and she's going to moderate the question so that we make sure that you know inevitably when you go live there will always be someone who doesn't take it seriously and I don't want to call them trolls but maybe they are and so she's going to moderate and make sure we're not wasting any of our time with silly questions but I would love to speak to trolls I don't want to talk to a troll, (laughs) but I know you would. Um, But anyway, so if you want to leave a question, we're going to prioritize your questions. Those of you who are listening live on the show, because I mean, obviously, (laughs) but, but literally everybody and their sister wants to know about Paige and Chris and our opinion about Paige and Chris. And for those of you guys who aren't watching Married at First Sight, you know, this couple, I'm just going to Yeah, I'll give you a quick rundown on what on who is Paige and Chris. So Mm -hmm. Paige and Chris, they just got married. And uh, Chris, like since then, and this is like really in a nutshell, but you can see it all obviously on Married at First Sight this season. But Chris was engaged previous to like just months previously to being married to his wife. And we all find out that he actually and the wife included, we all find out together that his ex fiance is knocked up with his baby and um yeah Yeah. whoa and that was on the honeymoon like imagine day two or day three hearing that having that conversation yeah so that's uh i mean you know and there's been a lot of controversy oh i got a message you got a message i got a tap to play this Wait, how do I tap to play? Oh, here we go. All right. I'm so excited. Someone left a message. I'm excited. Okay, guys, everyone ready for our very first question in our live uh, live show? Okay, here we go. Oh my gosh, I love all the hand clap emojis. Thanks, guys. Okay, here we go, guys. Do you know what the divorce process is for um, obviously couples that don't want to stay together? Is it, you know regular divorce process for any other person that just got married or is it different because of the show okay so that's a really good question this it's the same as if you were to get a divorce oh no it's not Doug well first and foremost it's entirely different for the simple fact that obviously now it's like super public but like Okay, and don't quote me on this, even right. though, you know, like we're from season one, because we never got the divorce. So um, I guess, I, I, yeah, things have probably changed since then. But I know that it's very, very, like, I know that for Monet, it was very difficult for her to get her partner, her ex, to get the divorce. Because, like, you have to still, you know how, like, when you're in a relationship, 
without being on Married at First Sight or just in general. Uh, which, by the way, Nicole Swenson, thank you so much for that. Um, but, but I don't think we ever said thank you for leaving your message. I appreciate that. But anyways, um, yeah, so and it makes it way more fun to talk to you because I know that you're here live. So shout out to Nicole Swenson, <laughs> um, which, by the way, she's one of my <laughs> girlfriends from Become Body Positive as well. But that's a whole different topic. And I adore her and love her. But that's a shout out for her. But so back to the topic, Married at First Sight. Um I know that like it can be difficult to get a divorce, you know, like for some reason it's so easy to, for anybody to marry anybody, but then it takes, it can take like months and months in order for like, you know, the divorce process to finally go through. And so, um, that's why I think that some of these wives are like, they feel kind of in limbo when, well, I guess maybe the husbands too, they feel in limbo because they're not able to like get that divorce when they want it. Uh, and that's the same in the real world as it is for married at first sight, but okay. We have so many more questions. So Doug, let me, I'm going to ask yeah, another question. That. Unless you want to, did you? Hey want- guys, oh. I'm Sorry. curious. Um, what was Doug's reaction to how you were acting at the wedding, Jamie? Um, I've said this before. Um, my reaction, um, I I actually didn't take offense to any of it at all. Kind of like what played out on TV. It wasn't offensive to me. It was, and maybe just from my confidence. Um, I knew that I was going to win Jamie over and, and I knew that it was a scary situation and just totally weird. Um, but I appreciated her breakdown. Um, I mean, I didn't expect it to happen so soon. Um, like within the first hour of getting married. (laughs) Um, but I appreciated it because I was always worried about getting matched with somebody that was just in it to be on TV and someone that would go through the motions and someone that would just play it up for TV and then be somebody different off camera. I didn't want that. And I think, you know, once, once I saw that, you know, she was actually nervous or scared or wasn't initially attracted to me. And uh, I mean, there's no question that Jamie is one to set high expectations, but, um, you know, it wasn't, it, it was, I, I saw it as, okay, this is, this girl's taking it for real. And uh, I know she's not going to hide her emotions just from the camera. So uh, I liked it. Thank you, Doug, for for that. Because I mean, there was, I could, I was literally having a panic attack because I felt that, you know, this was a real wedding and I wasn't attracted to you and there were there there weren't those feelings that I thought that I was supposed to be having at a real wedding and I was like oh my god I just made a mockery of marriage like everybody who told me like that I was marrying a stranger was like oh you're just making a mockery of marriage I was like oh my god I really am this like I just thought oh no we're (laughs) definitely gonna get divorced seven years later almost seven years uh seven years next month seven years later we'll you know I can say I'm not making a mockery of marriage but okay so let's go to the next question do the couples um, on the show have to purchase their own ring or does the show purchase them like they set a limit? Great Such a good question. question. Because ours were paid for. Yeah, so if you see way back from season one, the the, the beautiful and humble <laughs> rings. What, Doug? No, I was just, I was laughing at that. Yeah, the beautiful humble rings that we got in season one um versus some of the knockout rings like when i host married at first sight unfiltered and i get to see some of these wives rings i'm like did you upgrade that or something they're like oh no i got to pick that out or he got to pick that out and i'm like 
what? Yeah. <laughs> like, first of all, we didn't get to pick out our rings at all from season one. And you no, just, we they all just asked this, what size we were. Yeah. And we all had like the same exact ring. So Courtney, Monet and I all had the same wedding band <laughs> and so did all the men. And then now they get to like pick it out and it's this whole thing. And I'm only a little salty about it. <laughs> okay, Do they, is it paid for now though? Oh yeah. Yeah. It's definitely paid for. I think I'm pretty sure there's probably some sort of a trade-off because, you know, like, I feel yeah. like maybe brands will share, like, just kind of like Neil Diamond, I'm pretty sure gives his rings for free to all the bachelor people. Um, you know, I don't know if uh, Jared or Zales ever wants to partner with Married at First Sight, but I know the people if you, if you want to, because it's basically like a free commercial for your, for your uh, jewelry. If, you know, if uh, you end up partnering with Lifetime, but I mean, they're not asking for it. I'm just throwing it out there. Okay. Next question. Would Paige get a, another opportunity to try out in like a different city or is she only allowed to try out and be on this show? I just kind of feel like she got the short end of the stick with the whole situation. Okay, well, I think so- the ne- next season show is, uh, I think it's uh, what, Texas? Oh my goodness. I can't keep up myself. I think it's Texas and then Boston, but, but no, there's nothing preventing her from uh, appearing on another show. It's, but uh, again, it's, it's not, she wouldn't have any advantage going to another city and going because when she applies, she still has to go through the psychological uh, personality testing, meet with the experts. And she, uh, from there, she would still have to get a on paper match with, somebody a perfect match for her um based on what the experts um based on their test results so it's not it's not anything where oh if if you know jamie just throw jamie's name out there when you apply uh it's all based on your own assessment um and that's what you get matched with yeah but i feel like her question is like kind of more like like a second chances type of show like they had before yeah and i feel like Paige a thousand percent deserves a second chance i mean she hasn't but like let's be honest though like she's still in this marriage i know everyone's like give her a second chance but you know mm-hmm. i don't know we don't know if she's going to if things are going to work out i mean people were like doug deserves a second chance um and then yeah. you know here we are still married so i don't know i and that's like unpopular opinion if they do stay together like obviously i'm i've been very ver- like I don't know what the right word is. Um, maybe a little too opinionated. Uh, opinionated is a great word. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've been very opinionated and just like forward about how I feel. Like, first of all, this relationship has nothing to do with um, like the way my mom's relationships were, but honestly, it's somewhat similar in the sense that my mom would be beat to a, like a pulp. I mean, she was choked out. She w- had a gun held up to her head. I mean, all the things and but then she would always take my stepdad back she'd call the cops so that then when the cops came he would stop beating her and then he would like be like don't put me in jail don't do you know like I just remember this as a kid and then and then um my mom would feel bad and she would she wouldn't press charges and they would kiss and make up and obviously this is entirely different than with Paige and Chris because he's not beating her or risking her life but there is one small area where it kind of aligns and that's where it's like you know he's kind of um messing with her emotionally but then you know when she goes to it seems like when she goes to leave him then he says like things like I love you or Mm -hmm. you know like he just so then she's like well maybe I could make this work and so we don't even know if Paige 
you know, like what's going on. Obviously I don't think that's a very healthy relationship. And I like, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't really know what else to say. Cause I'm also the host for married at first sight unfiltered. And so I have to, you know, walk a fine line when it comes to that. Um, but I think that just leaving Paige and Chris out of it and just in general in life, um, of course, I wouldn't want that for anybody in their relationship. So next question. Do you think that um, Chris and Paige could get an annulment? Because to me, it sounds like he wasn't honest with her. So I was just wondering if they would ever allow an annulment. I don't Good. know that answer to that. Um well, the answer to that, so first of all, I think that they would allow an annulment. So like you, I don't know if you guys remember, but seasons back, there was Heather and Derek, and Heather was not having Derek in, by honeymoon time. Heather was not having Derek. He was smoking pot the whole time, and like she just didn't think he, was t he took marriage seriously. She wasn't into him. And they, I don't know if they were able to have an annulment, but the show doesn't force you to stay married, I guess is like yeah. the answer to that question. They will never force you to stay married. And as a matter of fact, there's been many, many times that Pastor Kale, uh, Dr. Pepper, and then of course the sex was kind of changed throughout, but, um, Rachel D'Alto, uh, Dr. Jess, and now Dr. Viviana, many, many times these experts have said, I don't think it's healthy, the relationship you're in. And so something needs to make a drastic change, or I do recommend to get out. And Pastor Kale is probably the most forward with everybody. And um, then, but still some people choose to stay. And so um, can you get an annulment? I don't know the, like, I know annulment and divorce is different. And so I don't know that you can get an annulment, but they never ever force you to stay married. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think it's whatever the laws are in, in that state, because I, I think, um, it's all about a, the timeline, um, of how long were you married? Why are you splitting? And, um, I think that might vary state to state, but yeah, yeah. they don't, the show doesn't, uh, hinder you at all from the actual laws. Yeah. Oh my gosh. By the way, I am loving stereo. I mean, I'm not even kidding you. Like, I love having this show because like Doug, I know that for many of the other things that we do, like we're not able to have someone ask a question like that and then we can I answer know. it in real time. Yeah. This is or hear their voices. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah, it was so cool to hear your voice. I mean, I don't know your name because your name because like, you know, something good, M, maybe your name's Emily or something. I'm not sure. But it's so cool to hear your voice. Okay, so on to the next one. Okay, so I just want to cut in and give a quick shout out to a couple of our sponsors. First being Warby Parker. Now I came home one day and Jamie had a set of five glasses that were on the table and she tried them all on for me. Um, it wasn't quite like her trying on clothes for me, but glasses were just as good. And she told me that they were from Warby Parker. Now, Warby Parker has a home try on kit. So you go online, you take a quiz, you order five pair of glasses. This even works with sunglasses that they have, whether they're prescription or not. You try them on home for a couple days. It's absolutely free. And then you ship back. There's no obligation to buy and after you take the online quiz, they'll suggest some great looking glasses that are totally personalized to fit your face. And Warby Parker has styles from everything from extra narrow to extra wide to fit all face shapes. And it was pretty cool to help Jamie pick out glasses. And they're kind of like a vintage slash classic modern style, if that makes any sense. But I love them on Jamie. And Warby Parker's goal is to create boutique quality eyewear at a revolutionary price. So their glasses start at just $95, including prescription lenses, sunglasses, 
contact lenses, progressives, blue light lenses are all available. So if you or anyone you know are in need of glasses, contact lenses, sunglasses, prescription or not, or you're just interested in the blue light blocking lenses, try Warby Parker's free home try-on program. You can order five pair of glasses to try at home for free for five days, no obligation to buy, ships free, and includes a prepaid return shipping label. So try five pair of glasses at home for free by going to warbyparker.com backslash hot marriage. That's W-A-R-B-Y-P-A-R-K-E-R.com backslash hot marriage. And last but not least, Pros. Now, Pros creates customized hair care products for people, not hair types. And their freshly made-to-order products are designed to transform with you throughout the season and lifestyle changes. Now, I came home one day, went in the shower, and I saw Jamie's name all over all of these shampoo bottles and conditioners. And that's because she went to Pros took an in-depth quiz about her hair type and lifestyle and her hair goals, and they custom-built shampoo and conditioner for Jamie. Now, Pros knows there's more to you than just hair type, so they've given over 1 million consultations with their in-depth hair quiz. And their algorithm has over 50 billion formula combinations just to determine the unique blend of ingredients to treat your exact hair concerns. Jamie's smells absolutely fantastic, and they truly are a company that stands by clean and responsible beauty. So every formula is sustainably sourced and cruelty-free. Whatever your preference is, including vegan, gluten-free, and more, they're able to accommodate that. They optimize formulas based on your lifestyle. So check out the quiz. Every bottle is made to order. And Pros is the healthy hair regimen truly with your name all over it, just like Jamie's was. But take your free in-depth hair quiz and get 15% off your first order today. Just go to pros.com slash hot marriage. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash hot marriage for your free in-depth hair quiz and 15% off your order pros.com slash hot marriage. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple market auditory experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Okay, enough of me interrupting. Let's get back to our conversation. Do you think that Haley is stringing her husband along and really doesn't have any interest in trying with him? Hmm. Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, I have a lot of, um, you, you know, they, and and I, uh, we always do a recap um, of Married at First Sight with my with my parents actually um, on our podcast, and and this is this has been a topic of discussion for sure. Um, I think that, you know, when when they say opposites attract, I think that on paper they were probably really compatible, and his shyness. And, you know, his shyness would be brought out by how outgoing and everything she is. She, and I really commend her for this because she was having a tough time connecting, um, but she was still giving it a chance and giving it a chance. Um, 
I think, I don't know if they're just too far apart right now, but um, I think they're going through the motions. Uh, we'll see what happens once they start to live together um, and interact more and have like a daily schedule going to work, coming in. But um, I, I don't know. I, I don't see them progressing at all as of right now. So Haley and Jake, um, you know, I think it might be one of those cases that he's just not that into you, but it's actually she, like, she's just not that into him. And I think that he is such a nice guy. Like everybody like can see that. And she's also an awesome, awesome girl. So depending, I mean, there's the people are like 50, 50 based on like Instagram and like who likes who when it comes to this relationship. But, um, I don't think either, I think they're both awesome but maybe it's just a case of they're just not that into each other. Um, and it seems like Jake's kind of into her, but then I'm like, well, is he even into her? Cause we all just focus on the fact that she's not into him. Yeah. So um, I don't really know. They're kind of an enigma if you ask me. Okay. Well, ask, I hope that answered your question, but we'll, we'll uh, bring up the next I, one. Well, no, I, I don't Who is your favorite expert? Oops. Sorry, Doug. I didn't, I already hit play and then. So no, it's sorry. fine. I was just no. I was just saying that I don't think she's stringing him along. I think she's just trying to make the best of what's what's there and being part of the show and giving it a chance. Yes, um, I don't know. I yeah. Okay, that was the question. So yeah, I don't think that she's stringing him along either. I think she's probably hopeful, but um, and but then he just kind of does quirky things a lot and maybe, and also like he's in put in a tough spot. Like he knows that she's not into him. So how could he not be quirky? But yeah. like inevitably it's like trying to mix oil and water and it just doesn't really work. So yeah. Um, and then favorite expert. I mean, that is a tough question, Doug. I'm curious. What would you say? Um, you know, it was, well, Dr. Pepper will always hold a soft spot in my heart. Um, I mean, she was awesome, even just coming out to meet my family. Um, I think I connected best with Dr. Logan Levkoff. I think that um, she... That's because she was sexy AF, let's be honest. Yeah, well, she was, but also she, um, she also helped us out uh, with intimacy. I, I felt that she was... She was really passionate about the show and about the couples and, you know, her, um, well, I mean, I, they all are, but I can only speak really to our season. Um, I felt most comfortable with her and Dr. Greg. Yeah. So what's really funny is that I have, it's so funny actually, because I'm the opposite. So I felt most comfortable with Dr. Pepper and uh, Dr. Joseph Salona, the, and, and it kind of all makes sense because you know, I just had and still have a lot of like mental, I don't know, illness, I guess is not the right, I don't know if that's the right word or not, but I mean, why I feel like it's so stigmatized to say it. So I, I'm like, fr like kind of like refraining from saying it, but like, I don't want to, like it, I do suffer from mental illness and that doesn't make me, you know, any less of a person, but it was, a, it was like exacerbated with being married to a stranger. Like I desperately wanted love in marriage, but I didn't know how to fight the demons in my head, which were like, you know, when you lied and I was like, instantly, like, I can't trust this guy. And, you know, a lot of this stems from my past with like my stepdad who'd beat the snot out of my mom. I like, he would, 
you know, then she went on to date other men who would do the kind of similar things. And so I was like, oh, I can't trust a guy if he does this, this and this or like after one red flag, it's only going to get worse. And so I have to get out immediately. And so Dr. Joseph Salona really helped me. So, I mean, I'm bummed. I don't know what happened with uh, Dr. Logan, Greg and Dr. Salona, but um, yeah, I really love them. But as of the current season, I would say that my favorite, I mean, I don't know. It's kind of tough. I mean, I love Pepper. I'll always love Dr. Pepper. She's my ride or die. Like she was just like a big, almost like a big teddy mama bear, you know, for mm-hmm. me when way back when we were getting married at first sight, but pastor Cal brings it. I mean, yeah. he, I love how he tells it like it is, especially to some of like the duds on the seasons and they're acting like a fool. And he'll be like, you're acting a fool. And I love that. He's like that <laughs> verbal and honest. Okay. I'll get the next question. Hi. Do you guys think that Haley is just going through the motions with her new husband? Or do oh, you whoops. think she truly wants to try to get to know him and to make their marriage work? I kind of have this vibe that she's just going through the motion and doesn't really want to be there. You know, I think that Haley is following the process. Um, I don't know if she's necessarily going through the motions, but like I said before, I, I, I do think she's giving it a chance. Um, there is that, um, there, there is that uh, part of the show where you believe in the experts and you believe in the process and you believe that you were matched to somebody for a reason. And I think that she has been searching and searching for this reason and is getting further and further apart. Um, you know, whether, whether Jacob uh, is a different person on paper than what he is in real life or vice versa, whatever she was looking for, her deal breakers, his deal breakers. Um, I do think that, you know, she's trusting the process, but not gaining any ground. I don't think the relationship is really gaining any any ground at all yeah totally um bring, i'm gonna bring the next question in hi guys my name is maureen uh, it's an old irish name i love you guys <laughs> i listen to your podcast i watch married at first sight and i just really enjoy following your stories on instagram it's maureen good and i live in maine oh Hi, Maureen. Thanks for <laughs> that's so awesome. Thanks for telling us your name because I didn't yeah. know it that last time. Um, and thanks for all the love and support. Oh my gosh. And it's so cool. I absolutely am telling you, I love this show because, and I just discovered stereo. I don't know if you guys have been familiar with it or not. And, and I'm like, like low key contemplating if we should, you know, have a show on stereo, like a, like a, like a regular one, because I love that you can, like, I can hear your voice and it just helps like me be able to, to like, feel like I'm a little bit closer to you. And I'm always looking for that, that, that edge. I mean, Instagram's awesome and all, but like, it may be fun to even say, you know what, we're going to, we're going to watch this show and talk through it and everybody can kind of just hang out on the couch with us. I think that (gasps) might be fun. That would be really fun if we watched the show this week and just had our like watch married at first sight i should i should clarify maybe we should watch married at first sight this week but also be live on stereo on our show and then we can just openly talk about it and then people can bring in their comments and their thoughts what do you think of that i like it i mean i don't know 
we'll have to think about that because we're live. So I, obviously, and I just <laughs> randomly thought of it. So like, don't hold us to it, guys. But let me know if that's something you guys are interested in, because maybe that could be really freaking fun. Okay, next question. So not married at first sight related, but what is your favorite meal to have as a family, like a home cooked meal, not going out to a restaurant or anything like that? Aw, that's a good question. That's a well, good question. So, as you guys know, I don't know if you guys know or not, but I, I like we've shared that Doug is now a stay-at-home dad, and um, and I was I told him that like my I think I don't know what my love language is. Like I know people there's that um, what is it seven love languages, and I've never read the book, which I feel like Doug, you and I should do that to like help our marriage. Um, like in, I mean, I feel like it can only help our marriage, but um, I feel like my love language must be acts of service. Like when Doug, I don't know, when he gets me water when I'm nursing the baby, like to me, that's like just the sweetest thing. Like I'm like, oh, he thought about me. Like this morning I got up and he already had hot water in the microwave for me for tea. And like to me, that's like a makeout sesh. I'm like, yeah, he loves me. <laughs> like, I'm like, so me, into it. To me, and, it's not, to me, it's not the same as making out. Yeah. So, and so Doug's <laughs> love language is obviously different. We do need to read this book, Doug, and like figure it out. So long story what short. What language and, do we get it in? <laughs> maybe English. I know un poquito espanol. Hablo un, un poquito espanol. Anybody speak Spanish? I just said, I know a little bit of Spanish. But to answer the question, so I told Doug that one thing that he could do now that he's a stay-at-home dad, because he was asking, like, how could he, you know, be really supportive? And we're still trying to figure out this dynamic that we have in our lives now. And um, I told him if he could make dinner every night, like a really healthy, because I also try to be healthy, like not to lose weight or anything of that nature, but to just fuel my body. And so I really want to incorporate vegetables and like, you know, complex carbs and like just what I've, you know, healthy foods for not only for us, but for our children as well. And I was like, Doug, if you could make healthy meals every night, that would be awesome. Because to answer your question, we really don't cook neither one of us like we're really not good like the the best we do is like you know those delivery meal kits like we've had we've tried like every single one of them yeah and then uh, we make them <laughs> yeah and then we make them and we en really enjoy that and whatnot but um we like just don't tend to cook because up until recently we both worked a lot but now that Doug's yeah. a stay-at-home dad I'm like well maybe you could you know cook us a meal every night and we could have a sit down I, I always wanted that as a kid. chicken front chase yeah. I made uh, you meatloaf you and asparagus. When did you make meatloaf and asparagus? That was before uh, Henley and Hendrix. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but you did. He did make chicken franchise recently, and that's his favorite meal, and it was spectacular. Um, yeah. And we went grocery shopping yesterday. And um, he picked up scallops, which are my all-time favorite like food. I love scallops. Um, so anyways, we don't really, to answer your question, we don't really cook or have at-home meals unless they're like... favorite meal yet. Yeah, we don't have a favorite one yet. But stay tuned because my husband... DiGiorno is, pizza. I mean, that's his favorite. And then I will always get like the, try, like some sort of healthier version of pizza mm -hmm. and then end up eating the DiGiorno also because right. DiGiorno, let's be honest, it's good. But um, <laughs> anyways, okay, next question. What is the actual testing process like during casting? For Married at First Sight. Um, okay, so Nicole, thanks again for the question. Um, I like being able to say your name and saying thank you. I don't know. It just makes me feel like 
you know that I'm appreciative that you're here. But anyways, so the actual process is really in depth. Doug, do you want to share more about it? I feel like I'm talking a lot. (laughs) Yeah. So there's, um, there's a lot of different fields uh, that come into play. So I, I, and I know for our season, it was, there was a psychologist, a sociologist, a spiritual advisor, and a sexologist. Um, They would do one-on-one interviews, but the behind the scenes part, which is kind of boring to watch on TV, so you don't really see it. There is a plethora of questions surrounding personality, uh, psychological assessments, um, how you answer questions. Um, Then it goes into what you imagine as your ideal match and what your deal breakers are. And that whole entire process, I would say, takes probably anywhere from four to six hours in total. Um, And that's not counting the interviews that you go through with the experts. And that's why when you see some of the couples that that don't really mesh well and you start to blame the experts, well, they're putting together this assessment, they're basing it on science and they're basing it on what the people tell them. So, you know, it's, it's not necessarily their fault because there's no way to tell how people are going to react once they see each other and once they live with each other. But ultimately it comes down to, you know, the, the people that are getting casted, how they answer. Um, Some people that are ready for marriage, some people that, you know, know who they are, some people that don't know who they are, don't know what they want or don't know what they like. You know, you, you put down one thing and you say, Oh, you know what? I didn't, I don't really like that thing. But the beginning part is very detailed very in-depth, uh, a lot of background information that, that goes from your childhood to seeing how you react with your family, to your living space, and then to just the endless questionnaire of personality and psychological questions. Yes. So like to sum all that up, there's a ton of in-depth processing behind it. Whereas, you know, you do have like a psych eval, you do get to list out all your deal breakers and all the things. And then they take all that information and kind of, they have some algorithm that they've created that they can kind of pair people up. And that's kind of how it happens. Okay. Next question. So with unfiltered Jamie, has there been a certain season that's been like your favorite all the cast to work with oh that's a such a good question um honestly i really loved um like washington dc i think that was season 10 they were just a bunch of awesome girls that i would genuinely love to be friends with like sometimes you know girls can be so catty and you know and also sometimes when people get on like reality tv they think that they're like you know i don't know some big star (laughs) because like you know they're on tv And so that always kind of like, I don't know, plays a a bit into that. But like everyone from the Washington, D.C. season, they were just so humble and real and nice and and just like sweet gals. And and, and there's always, you know, every season has great people in it. But um, long story short, like I really like them. And, you know, then there's, you know, some people there every season. There are some people who think that they're, you know, some big celebrity from being on Married at First Sight. And they they kind of act you know, a certain way, I guess. Okay, for example, there's one person that I absolutely love. And I always talk about it. But Shawnee, I literally actually had a dream about her last night. But she's just so real. Like, what, what was she wearing? I don't know what she was wearing. But the dream was that Oh, gosh, what was the beginning of it? I know that the end of it, Laura and I were playing with Oh, the dream was that she made me this necklace and she brought it over to me. And Laura was with her. And um, 
she was taking care of Laura while Jeffy was sleeping because he had to go to work that night. So she couldn't stay that long. But Laura and I were playing with Batman cards. I mean, don't ask. I have no <laughs> idea. But anyways, I really love Shawnice. She's so real on and off camera. And uh, I literally woke up and text Shawnice that this morning. Like, I had a dream about <laughs> you and Laura last night. She's like, I can make you jewelry if you want. <laughs> Okay, so uh, next question. I totally think that we should do a become body positive segment. Uh, that would be fantastic because it has helped so many people already. And we just absolutely love you. Oh, my Thank goodness. You. <laughs> Nicole, that is so sweet. And actually, I like that idea. Like, I think that's a great idea because then we can actually all just talk with each other and if someone's like kind of like shy to show their face then they don't have to because this is you get to have your own avatar Uh, okay so we have one last question and I am going to play it do you think that Vincent overreacted a bit when he walked out on the um, at the end of the episode last week so Vincent and Brianna are pretty much couple goals I think I don't know if anybody else you know who's watching Merit at First Sight thinks that as well but I feel like for them like like for the most part they have really gotten along they do a really good job communicating that may have been a bit overreacting not gonna lie um but haven't we all been there I mean my reaction at my own wedding was definitely a bit of an overreaction but like when you have cameras kind of in your face and like producers and you're working your real life plus like or like living your real life plus you have like just like all the pressure from being married at first sight and all the it things. It becomes overwhelming for sure. It really does. And so sometimes, you know, like honestly, I've got to, I've got to tell you, like when you're watching the show, you're basically watching how people respond and how well they deal with pressure. Like no joke, because that's what it is, especially on the wedding days when you are marrying a complete stranger, like just the pressure and obviously I don't respond well or at least I didn't because I just had a panic attack but like I think that like sometimes maybe you can handle the wedding well but then you know you can only like kind of keep your cool and like I don't know cope with the pressure for so long until you kind of burst eventually and maybe that's what happened Doug what do you think yeah I I kind of saw it as just someone that was fed up with um, talking about it and you know they for the content purposes, you know, they'll bring up scenarios and bring up the same thing just to, you know, have another discussion about it, which, you know, can sometimes just be frustrating. And I think it just all came crashing down and it was just him removing himself before he said anything, you know, that would have been harmful uh, or, you know, put him and his character in jeopardy. I think. Yeah, but I don't think that. Yeah, I don't think that's fair to Brianna, though. If that's what, if that's the truth, if that's mm-hmm. like really what happened, which, by the way, who knows? Because right. unless they've <laughs> already, I mean, maybe they already discussed it, or maybe you know, I mean, there was quite a few times where you know we would get in an argument, especially with Married at First Sight, the first year when we did that, where you know we would have to talk about the same argument, uh, you know, for it's like, are you, you know, can we just get past this? Can you know? So maybe, who knows what was happening? I yeah, I think that. It was definitely not cool, but, you know, we all tend to get overwhelmed and not and do things that aren't cool. I still give them a couple goals, like, especially for the season. Like, I think they're Brianna and Vincent are total couple goals. Like, no one has a perfect relationship, and it definitely 
probably he probably could have stayed and chatted with her, but no one's perfect. And I am yeah, that's, like, I was gonna say that's also the wild card uh, of of the show. And you know, you can go, you can talk about who you are, what you want to do, your goals, everything, and they match up. Um, you you can never know how you how people argue um, or what happens when you get in a fight, and that's something that just has to be learned um, on the go. So, like you said, there's a lot of pressure there, but you never know. I mean, it's not like you can sit down on the honeymoon and say, "Okay, how do you argue?" Uh, or how do you respond to you know something that annoys you? Or that you know, it's like those are things that you figure out in the moment. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's one last question, so I'm just going to play it, but then this is the last one, guys. Okay. So the (laughs) final question. Hi, my name is Zoe. I'm from Arkansas. I've been watching you guys since I was 14. (laughs) Um, My question is, uh, during the show, are most, if not all of the conversations between the couples scripted or not? Hi, Zoe. That is such a good question. And also, I feel like you're so young. Since you were 14, you were watching it. That's so cool. (laughs) Um, it's so nice to meet you through the show, but anyways, um, nothing is scripted, like absolutely nothing nothing is scripted. And I think that the reason that the show is so kind of, I guess, for lack of a better word, dramatic is because nothing is scripted. They literally throw two strangers together and then just follow them and see what happens. And then of course, later on, they do, like Doug was saying, like, there are certain topics that they'll talk about, like have you had like that, like a producer will be like, have you consummated your marriage? Have you had sex yet? And so then that would then kind of like, they like bring up the topics, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not scripted, like nothing is scripted because I mean, you can't really write out how two people are going to, you know, work. So literally nothing scripted. They just kind of like, like a producer will like kind of bring up a topic. And the big one is always like sex. Like if you've consummated your marriage or not, because everyone's nosy AF, me included. And I'm like, well, have you had sex yet? <laughs> um, but like also because Doug and I never had sex our whole entire experiment. And, um, you know, and I like always wondered why they brought it up, but I guess that's why, because it's an interesting, it really is interesting. Yeah. Like how two people who are complete strangers, who want love and marriage how do they how do they get through it so yeah zoe like i know it sounds crazy and honestly if i wasn't part of it i wouldn't believe it i would be like yeah right of course it's scripted but it's really truly not like it's it's definitely not and 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 same thing goes for the bachelor you know it's not that scripted but that one is like really led like so you know of course the bachelor is always um like the prince charming and so um you know but keeping it at married at first sight it's it's truly not scripted which i know especially now like that it's been seven years for me and i'm so far removed from it except from just hosting the show and i'm like dang like these people are they can be some they can be wild sometimes anyways guys well it was so nice talking to you all on the show i i really like stereo i I don't know. I think we might have to incorporate it a little bit more in our lives, Doug, because it's just, it's really fun. And it's so, it's just nice to be able to actually hear other people's voices and interact with them and talk with them. And, and also like, sometimes I don't know what, like the number one question that people have, like you can put it out on Instagram, but there's something about being able to hear someone's voice rather than just having to read it. So I like this. 
Yeah, so Jamie and I did not expect to stay on for that long, but it was amazing how many questions people were asking. And we really did enjoy that format because it is a little bit more live and interactive and we can answer questions pretty much in real time. And we just thank everybody that participated during that conversation. And hopefully you guys learned a little bit more about us and everything else, but we have another fantastic episode coming up. So stay tuned to that. You could check out at hot marriage, cool parents, Instagram page or at Jamie N. Otis or at Doug Hayner. We always share about friends, family and hot marriage, cool parents and become body positive and everything else. But hope you enjoyed this week. Stay safe, wear a mask. We love you and goodbye.